Welcome to the Not So Average Yogi Podcast, where we talk about all the things yoga, health, and wellness for women 35 and up who are not your average yogi. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to use yoga and other wellness tools to wake up every day feeling really, really good so that you can go out to this world and shine like the bad bitch that you are. This is a safe space where you can expect to feel seen, heard, understood, and connected. I'm your host, Ashley Robinson, and welcome to the show. So in this episode today, we're going to talk about what I consider to be what I think is the secret sauce to making yoga more than just something that you do on your yoga mat, more than just the physical practice, but also making it your lifestyle. I think that there's a common misconception around people who do yoga that we're just always calm and chill and never have any problems and that we like levitate off the floor or, or something like that. I don't know. People have interesting thoughts. People tell me all the time, oh, you're just so calm. You're so calm. You, I can't imagine you getting upset. Girl, I will cuss anybody out, okay? I am not always calm. Let me tell you that straight up right now off the rip. The real tea, honey, is your girl's not calm. Your girl has anxiety. Your girl gets sad and depressed at times. Your girl be stressed, okay? Being a yoga teacher or being a yogi does not exempt you automatically from life, okay? Life lifes and it lifes hard. There's always, you know how your parents, growing up, you heard your parents say, if it's not one thing, it's another. My parents said that all the time. And at the time, when I'm eight, nine, 10, I didn't get what that meant. Now that I'm grown, I know exactly <laughs> what they meant. Girl, if it's not one thing, it's another. It's always something. It's always going to be something. I mean, literally, it is always a thing. You know, I mean, and there's always something wrong with the car or one of the cars. There's always something that needs to be fixed in our house. There's always an issue at school. There's always an email to respond to. There's always a bill in the mail. It is always something. And in different seasons of life, the always some things can be bigger or smaller. Sometimes it's like, it's just back to back to back to back to back to back to back stuff. Just one thing piles on another and another and another, and it is just overwhelming. And sometimes you get lucky and you have a little bit more chill or there's always, you know, there's a thing here or there, but it's not overwhelming. Sometimes I just wish that I could go to a dessert island somewhere and maybe all my problems would just go away that's not my reality (laughs) I am here I'm living in a world with other people I live in a world with a family I live in a world with children we all exist on this ghetto planet dealing with these ghetto problems these ghetto people and so problems aren't going anywhere but I call myself a yogi. And so how is it that I'm able to apply yoga to my life and make it my lifestyle so that I'm not 
why is that people think that I'm always so calm? Well, here is what I think it is. Here's how to make yoga your lifestyle. So I see yoga on the yoga mat as practice for life off the mat. And I'm sure you may have heard a yoga teacher say that before, but it's real. It's true. Yoga on your mat, we call it a yoga practice for a reason. Yes, you're practicing the postures and you're practicing the yoga poses, but you're also practicing for when you roll that yoga mat up and walk out the door, what did you learn about yourself while you were on the mat? Yoga, the practice of yoga is a tool to sh- teach you about yourself. You Yoga will expose you, okay? It will not just will it expose your tight hips, but it'll expose the way that you think and feel about yourself. And as you practice working through those thoughts and feelings about yourself, your body, whether you approach challenges and whatnot on your yoga mat, boom, all of a sudden you can roll up your mat, walk out the door. And the more you practice yoga on the mat, the more you're able to say, hmm, you can take that natural pause, that breath off the mat and say, huh, I can just pause and breathe here. Right. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean. When we practice yoga, um, sometimes I might take you through. And so there's type of yoga called vinyasa. And in vinyasa yoga, we are moving one breath, one movement. It's a relatively faster paced class. And personally, I teach a more power vinyasa yoga. So my classes are challenging. They're faster paced. The music is louder. The pace is relatively quick. However, I tell people all the time, hey, just because I say chaturanga and a chaturanga is like a yoga push-up, you don't have to do a chaturanga, right? Now, you could, instead of doing a chaturanga, you could go straight to a downward facing dog. You have to really be do a yoga class to understand what I mean. If you haven't done yoga before, this might be a little bit like, what is she talking about? But in a vinyasa class, we do a set of poses that typically include stepping back into a plank, lowering your chest down to chaturanga, coming forward to cobra or upward facing dog, and then pressing back to downward facing dog. That's one way to do that. Option two is just to step back to plank and go right into your downward facing dog. How do you take that and apply it to your real life? Well, we think about why why is it that I'm choosing to skip the chaturangas today? Because right now in this phase of my life, I'm not in my chaturanga era. I'd rather not be in a class doing a million chaturangas. Do I, as the yoga teacher, cue a million chaturangas? Yeah, I do. Because some people in the room are in a phase of their practice where they want to be doing a bunch of chaturangas. Personally, I could care less. <laughs> okay. I might give you a couple of chaturangas here and there, but sis, that's it. I'm going straight back to down now because that's the season of life I'm in. Because my capacity to handle a bunch of sh- sh- shit, <laughs> I almost was not going to cuss, but let me not censor myself. Is just is limited. I just don't have the capacity to be taking on 
a whole bunch of chaturanga push-ups right now. I am in a season of life that's a I am desiring a little bit more softness, if you will. Not that I'm in a soft girl era necessarily, but I'm just not in a season where I'm wanting hard all the time. If you are ready to show up unapologetically as yourself, you're ready for a consistent at-home yoga practice, get ready to become that girl. You know, one of those wellness girlies that you see on Instagram, but you want to be her in real life. I want you to head over to tubiyoga.net and join the sister circle. That's tubiyoga.net and let's get started today. All right, y'all, back to the show. So when I'm thinking about off the mat, when I'm in my real life, Sometimes I may just choose to say no. I'm setting a boundary. I'm listening to my own body, my own wants, my own needs, and I'm setting a boundary. Sometimes we forget to say no. Sometimes when we say no, we're really saying no to something else or someone else and we're saying yes to ourselves. That is something that I learned on my yoga mat. It's the ability to say, you know what? She's about to take us into a third or fourth round of this sequence. And right now I just need to rest and pause in child's pose instead of taking another round of the sequence that's pretty challenging. I'm going to pause here and rest in child's pose. Off my yoga mat, it's saying, you know what? Today, I'm going to take a PTO day and I need to take this day off. Because I'm saying no to all the things that do not serve me because I'm choosing myself. I know that I'm worthy and that I'm valuable just the way that I am. Whether I choose to take this sequence and this flow another round or not doesn't determine my worth. And so therefore I can choose to say yes to it or I can choose to say no to it. I can set a boundary on my yoga mat with myself and then I can take that off the mat and apply it to my real life. No, I can't attend another party this week. No, I don't want to add this other thing to my calendar. No, I don't want to do a half moon on this on on that side because my hips hurt today. I'm listening to my body. I'm going to take a pyramid pose instead. No, I don't want to engage in a conversation with the person who's been consistently toxic over and over and over and over again in my life. No. And the more I can practice listening to my body, listening and honoring my intuition on my yoga mat, the easier it gets off the mat. And I'm just taking the lessons that I learned on my mat and applying them into every little situation that pops up and creeps up in life. Yoga is challenging. It's not that easy, especially depending on which class you're taking. It's not always 
a calm, relaxing type of flow. I mean, you get there, but not always. So when the yoga gets challenging, when your yoga instructor puts you in freaking chair pose for the 50th time in class and asks you to hold it for a million breath cycles, and you're like, I'm going to scream. How do you approach the challenge on your yoga mat? What do you do when you don't want to chair pose again and again and again? Sometimes you pause and rest, but also sometimes you push through and keep going. Same thing off the mat. It's just practice. It's just practice. On the mat, what I mentioned a second ago, sometimes my body hurts. Some days I can get on my mat and I can push myself and I can challenge myself and I can do all the things and add an extra stuff and go, 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 go. Some days off my mat, same thing. I got a lot of energy. Um, freshly rest well rested and I my body feels good and I can go 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 I can accomplish all the things off my to-do list some days it's just not I don't have an Emmy some days I need to rest some days I need a vinyasa power class some days I need to do yin or yoga nidra I listen to my body I follow my intuition and I let that be the guide that is what I mean when I say when I end my classes with the baddest to me honors the baddest to you, I'm saying my inner bad bitch, my inner baddest self, my intuition, the person that the thing that is living inside of me, my soul, my spirit, my inside, my bad bitch sees your bad bitch, right? And and the thing is, every anytime I in in my real life, I catch myself in overwhelm, in doubt and overthinking but when my my cup is empty I know that I'm not tapped into my inner bad bitch I know that I'm not listening to my intuition however through the practice of yoga whether that is yoga on my mat whether that is a meditation practice whether it is a journaling practice Yoga for me could look like going for a walk. Yoga for me could look like um, just sitting by a window in a coffee shop and drinking a warm cup of coffee and taking one big breath in, letting that breath back out, letting my shoulders drop down and relax. That for me is a yoga practice. So yoga doesn't just have to happen on your mat, but just knowing that I can do it on my mat and off the mat is just it's all I need to make it my lifestyle it's choosing between a workout today and not working out today some days I need to move my body and move my energy around some days I need to take a rest day some days I need to go for a walk and be outside that's a yoga practice in and of itself and you learn that by being on your yoga mat and learning how to listen to your body. Am I making sense? <laughs> I hope I'm making sense here. My point is the when, the when I say a yoga lifestyle, I don't mean that you're always going to be calm and chill and nothing's ever going to bother you and that you're not going to have any, you're not a monk, 
we don't live like that. We're modern girls. This is 2024, okay? Life is lifing. We don't live on a deserted island or in some monastery somewhere. We deal with real life stuff and real life issues, baby, okay? Life, life, and it be lifing left and right. It be lifing hard sometimes, okay? Let me know. Hit me up on my Instagram DMs. Let me know how life been doing for you lately. The thing, all I know is, I live this yoga day in and day out. The reason why I appear so calm and so chill to other people is because I be doing yoga off my mat, <laughs> okay? When someone makes me mad at work, I know how to <laughs> take a deep breath in, let it back out, and tap into my wellness tools. And maybe I need to take a break, go for a quick walk. Maybe I need to call someone. Maybe... I have learned through my physical on the mat practice how to tap in, how to listen to myself, how to honor my intuition, not ignore it and not allow myself to let life as it comes to me, let life happen to me over and over and take me out of my peace and still me and rob me of my joy constantly, right? Like every once in a while, yes. Every once in a while, sure, I'm human. Of course I pop off. Of course I get upset. Of course I have moments of, that are not peaceful. Of course I cry and get angry and frustrated and bitter and resentful. Of course I'm a human. I feel all those feels. However, I don't have to stay in that for very long. Of course I have bad body image days where, or moments. They used to be days. Now they're just moments because I can say, you know what? My body is worthy. Yeah. These jeans don't fit very well. They, they should have made these jeans better because there was a time that I would have been upset and thought, oh, there's something wrong with my body. There's something wrong with me. No, 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 no. My body is fine. But I learned that through my yoga practice. I learned that on my yoga mat. I learned that hmm, my body is different every day. My body is worthy each time I get on my mat, whether my hips are tight or my hips feel more flexible and loose today, whether I can hold a warrior three for 30 seconds or two seconds and fall out of or whatever, none of that matters. I'm still inherently worthy as I am. So taking that back to shopping, yeah, these jeans suck. Not because my body sucks and I suck, because the manufacturer who makes these jeans is stupid, right? It doesn't make any sense that a size 12 fits me one way in this store and a size 14 or 10 or whatever fits in a totally different way in a different store. Makes no sense. That's not your body. That's the people who make these jeans. So the main, one of the main reasons why I'm such a huge advocate for seeing my sisters, my friends, my people, curvy women, tall women, women of all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds get into yoga and get on their mats so that you can learn these concepts too, so that you can learn about yourself, so that you can cultivate a sense of self-awareness on your yoga mat and then practice it on your yoga mat. So the next time your ex, who you know for a fact is texting you after 10 o'clock for a very specific reason, you can say, you know what, girl, <laughs> inhale, exhale. I don't think so. No, ma'am. No, sir. 
the next time Miss um, Nosy at work be all in your emails before you get to type in and respond back to your email because you know how you do we get to twitter fingering around on that email and we might muster around and say something we didn't mean to say you can so, well now listen <laughs> let's be real sometimes low-key send the email but don't don't always send the email okay not always not every time sometimes we have to practice our yoga off the mat okay listen i hope this episode makes sense for you the way that we take our yoga from off the mat from on the mat to off the mat is what makes yoga your lifestyle if you're down for this i want to see you in the sister circle learning these tools practicing these tools daily tools like yoga journaling walking exercise and many many more that you'll learn inside the sister circle so that you don't have to cuss out the world (laughs) every day and have yourself out here stressed out looking crazy because girl you're worth more than that you matter you matter your sense of peace your peace of mind it matters protect your peace go to yoga i'll catch you next time Hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to the Sister Circle. If you are wanting to start a consistent at-home yoga practice and start implementing the wellness strategies that you learned in the podcast, for real this time, let's become yoga and wellness besties together. And follow the show so that you can get notified whenever I drop a new episode. You can follow me over on Instagram at Ashley Robinson Yoga. And you can hit me up in my Facebook group, Ashley's Yoga Besties. Hope to see you there. Bye, y'all.